Hello, everyone, and welcome to Next Level People Podcast. I'm your friendly neighborhood recruiter and the host of this show, Greg Johnson. I am committed to this being a no BS, no fluff show where you'll get to hear from some amazing people about some really interesting topics and walk away with easily implementable action items that will help you get to the next level. So buckle up and let's go. Well, welcome to another episode of Next Level People. It's your boy, Greg Johnson, a.k.a. Recruiting Greg and the host of Next Level People. And I've got an amazing guest again for you today. It's Dr. Mike Morgan. And if you don't know who he is, I'll let him chat with you in a little bit about who he is and what he's been up to, but he is the creator of Humans of LinkedIn. He, if you saw any of the hashtag five videos thing going on on LinkedIn, he was collaborating with Goldie and Fahad to make that happen, and he is just an all-around good dude. And so, Mike, thank you so much for joining, and go ahead and say hello to everybody. Hello! LinkedIn. This yes. is Dr. Mike Morgan on another episode of Next Level People. How you doing? I love <laughs> it. That's like seriously, that's probably my favorite part of your videos is just that. I might change that to uh, to any time I get a LinkedIn notification, have that be my sound. Oh, that'd be awesome. Can that we would do be that? Awesome. I uh, you should figure that out and then trademark it. And hey, uh, Jeff Weiner. I know you're out there listening to this. So um, he is. He's actually the I'll, only listener. Right. I'm gonna be emailing the uh, legal team uh, just to give you a heads up. So we'll be talking about that shortly. Nice. So, uh, Mike, tell us tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, kind of your your history, your background, and and what's brought you to where you're at today. Oh, where do you even start? I, I, I it's funny. I was talking to Andy Foster about this, and I'm like, you know, explaining to him kind of you know, my lineage. And, and I said, where do I stop? And he goes, you stop at 1300 characters. And I, I got a good <laughs> chuckle out of it. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> right. Um, but, uh, in all seriousness, you know, my, my background is, is, um, definitely not in social media and it's, I'm a scientist by, by trade. I have a doctorate degree in biochemistry. Um, and my focus is, or was at the time on um, a field called bio nanotechnology. So uh, think about, you know, taking a human hair and then splitting it about 70,000 times down the center, and that's the size of a nanometer. So it's pretty small scale. And um, at the time, we were working on engineering some DNA and protein molecules to do a variety of different things, but kind of measure different. Um, Kind of forces and lengths and features within, you know, uh, living biological systems, and so after that, I went along and did a postdoc with the with the Naval Research Laboratory, and uh, subsequently went and worked in the uh, Department of Defense, doing a variety of different things. And throughout that throughout that duration, I had a pure love and passion for science and its intersection at, you know, in business and. Went and started my MBA program, and uh, one of my professors at the time said, "You're kind of wasting your time here. I think you're, you're an individual that would do better to go out there and actually test, you know, these business concepts that you're thinking about." So I, I quit 
my MBA program and, and went and started and started a business concept called Global Health Organization, which looked at the financial impact of, of mental health in the workplace. So how much you know, companies were losing at the time because their employees were having mental health issues. And you can actually quantitate that. Wow. And that was like the first time I ever <clears throat> wrote a business plan. And it was like something ridiculous, like 60 pages. And, you know, I spent, you know, a long time writing it and it, it never really went anywhere. My brother was the technical co-founder and, you know, we got, we got to the kind of the design phase of it and it, it didn't go anywhere. And so, you know, I, I, Went and worked uh, at a trade organization. I was a director of science and technology there, and at the same time, still kind of working on my entrepreneurial endeavors. And several entrepreneurial endeavors later, um, I'm here today in current time. I'm here on LinkedIn, and I'm actually in the process of launching a new endeavor uh, that's called Stash. And it's a really unique kind of wet shaving kit. The whole concept behind the company is it's basically designed to provide um, kind of unique travel cases for accessories, whether they be men and women, men or women. And the first, the first um, travel kit that we're coming out with is a shaving kit. And so um, over the last year, I've been developing that with a friend of mine. We're kind of at the stage where we're, we're beginning to talk with manufacturers over in overseas and, and get their input on the design engineering for manufacturing and move through that process. So. I've, wow. I've kind of dabbled in a lot of different things and science and technology and entrepreneurship are, are, are things that I really find a lot of passion in. Yeah, no, like that story kind of, it makes a lot more sense to me now, all the stuff that you're doing on LinkedIn, because I, I think that uh, at least the entrepreneurial side and just trying things and basically saying, well, why not? that's the whole reason why I started doing what I've been doing on LinkedIn. And it, is that kind of how it worked for you? Or you just kind of were like, well, why not? I'll try give this whole LinkedIn thing a, a shot and see what happens with it. Or how, what's your LinkedIn story? So I've been an active user of LinkedIn over the last several years. Um, I've used it. So in, in many of the entrepreneurial endeavors I, I didn't talk about, um, I've used it as a tool to reach out and connect with thought leaders in a particular area or discipline, usually seasoned executives that have experience in whether it be manufacturing or design or marketing and sales, whatever it may be, um, I've generally kind of reached out to them and fostered a relationship with them through LinkedIn. And it's been a huge, huge valuable tool to me. I've met fantastic people and I've gotten right to the right individuals and I mean, the value that they've been able to provide me is, is just fantastic. And, you know, it's interesting because about two months ago, similar to many other people that are um, on LinkedIn now, um, when they added the video feature, it just, you know, rapidly and drastically transformed the way that I and others use the platform. And it's interesting because uh, I was watching a TEDx talk by... Leonard Kim, and he was talking about how he had gone through this entrepreneurial journey kind of on a self-pretext where he was really kind of chasing the wrong things. And once he gave himself up to those things and moved in a direction of being selfless, like being a selfless service provider, he just 
wanted to help people in every sense of the word, and he consumed all of his energy in doing so. And when he started to do that, things started to change for him. They started to work for him. And when I listened to his TEDx talk, I, I found it so profound and it was so relevant to kind of where I was in this entrepreneurial journey. I was like, you know what? I'm going to take the new LinkedIn and I'm going to be a selfless provider of myself to everyone out there. And that's kind of how it all started. I, I said, I want to provide a platform for people to speak to the rest of LinkedIn and I want to do it in a fun and creative way. And I want people to get value out of it. And so that's kind of why I have this quirky and personal questions followed by very business and expert informative type of questions. And that's really how it all was started. Mm -hmm. How many of those uh, humans of LinkedIn videos have you done so far? Do you know? So I filmed over 30 of them, and I just aired the 29th one with uh, Goldie Chan today, this morning. Okay. Um, and <clears throat> it's interesting, like, um, where one people, like, will, will, you know, push out one video and call it one episode. Like, there's been a few videos where I've had multiple videos, and I just call it the same episode. So yeah. it's just in different parts. So I would say probably, you know, uh, between 30 to 40, but I count it as being around 30. Let's let's get one of the the questions that you like to ask out of the way. What's <laughs> what's the top thing on on your bucket list? I want to hear what your bucket list is. So actually, Bobby Umar just posted this <clears throat> the video that uh, I did with him. Um, he posted it last night, I believe, and um, actually answered that for the first time uh, on that on that post. So my answer was. I'd love to take a motorcycle tour of the old Silk Road and or take a motorcycle tour from, you know, Northern California all the way down to the tip of Argentina. Oh, man, that one. I would love to do that one. That's amazing. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. So I'm like a big motorcycle guy. I I got my first motorcycle when I was 15. It was it was a Honda ct90 and um i worked out a golf course and the owner had all these old honda ct90s that they used to use like years and years before and they were just sitting around and i asked him if i could have one he said sure go ahead and take it so you know some of the mechanics there helped me kind of fix it and that's kind of how i started riding that and then um i bought a i bought a motorcycle when i moved down here in, in maryland and started to kind of ride on the streets and I've probably owned seven or eight motorcycles since then. It's, it's, it's one of my very, very true passions. That's awesome. And so let's, let's kind of dive into the whole LinkedIn videos thing that's going on right now. Cause it's, it really is a movement. I've loved seeing people come out of their shell and I've actually, let me, let me ask you this question. How do you feel the, the whole LinkedIn video thing has changed people's perception of each other? The people that are actually doing it, how do you think it's changed how they see or how people see the, them? Oh, I mean, radically. I, it's, it's so interesting. I, I can't tell you how many times I get a, you know, a direct message where 
you know, especially with the hashtag five videos. So, you know, Goldie uh, Chan was is, was really the mastermind behind that. I mean, she was like, hey, Mike and Fahad, I'm, I'm thinking about doing this. You know, do you guys want to participate? And it's kind of one of those things when Goldie asks you to do something, you <laughs> jump at it, right? You know, yeah. just like, you know, she's like the LinkedIn celebrity, you know, and yeah. and she's just such a cool person. So I'm like, I had no idea what it was going to you know, create and, and the movement behind it. But one of the interesting things from that um, hashtag five video series and then the subsequent, you know, hashtag five, uh, plus five right. was that people were like um, commenting and inboxing us and just talking about how it just transformed their whole life, you know, where they'd never been on video before or never even you know, contemplated or thought about it. And they just took the challenge and it's amazing to see people just go from zero to like a hundred. I mean, there's guys like Carson and, and, and Aaron and all these guys who were out there, like who just all of a sudden just kind of their, they turned on their own light and now people are engaging with them at such a high level. And it's been really amazing. It's, it's I've I've had one person from the humans of LinkedIn um, direct message me and tell me that you know they I literally changed their life in that ten minute interview. <laughs> so they had never been on they had never been on a you know video before they had never been interviewed, and as a result of that, when it aired, one of their former college instructors professors emailed that individual and was like, Hey, I want you to come and teach at the university. And, you know, she ended up getting paid, you know, to go ahead and do that. So she was like, you basically went from, I've never done videos. And now I'm going to give a class, a paid talk on, you know, the importance and use of video as it pertains to marketing, you know? And so it was amazing to hear that story. Um, And there's been a few other people that have reached out and said similar things. Yeah, no, it's, it's interesting that you say that. And I think uh, this is kind of leading into my next question, but I was actually, I was talking, you do, do you know, Chrissy McPherson? Have you seen her floating around LinkedIn? Probably. Okay. Probably. So she and I were talking yesterday and the funny thing was, I think the day or two days before that, we're messaging back and forth and I had this epiphany like, oh my gosh, we've never actually spoken over the phone. And she said, oh, whoa, no, I had that exact same epiphany like a day ago. And it's so weird that you mentioned that. And we came to the conclusion that it's because she and I have seen each other's videos so often that it's almost like we know each other. But then it was weird because we literally have never spoken outside of LinkedIn Messenger. And I think that's one of the super powerful things about video is, you know, I've been putting out blogs and posts and whatever on LinkedIn for however long I've been doing it now. But I think video is the game changer that actually it makes it more personal. I was watching your Humans of LinkedIn thing with Bobby, and I forget what his his thing was, but a one-minute video, Forrester, I think, is the one that put out the, the study. Right, one-minute right. video is worth 1.8 million words. Yeah. That's insane. That's like, that's so powerful. And the, the exponential growth of this tool has just been phenomenal. And one of the things that I'm curious about is 
what what would you say to people that have one either never done videos or they just they're afraid because maybe they feel like they don't have anything good to say or maybe they are introverted or whatever what how would you suggest that somebody get over that hump yeah i i actually after what you said i i do want to um just you know revert back to the the question because i i think you brought up a, a good point i kind of you know glazed over it but the reality is is that when you interact with somebody on video you get such a different experience from from that because of the way people look, of the way they speak, of their hand gestures, of their movements. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny when you ask a very challenging question and, you know, looking at the the body movement or the body gesture of someone, like, you know, to see that is pretty amazing. And you can see, like, you can see people actually thinking. Like, when I watch myself in the video and I'm thinking about something, I look up off to the right or to the left and I'm actually thinking, trying to see the answer. And a lot of people, like, they're kind of doing the same thing. So I do agree with you. It is is radically different the way that people interact with on video. Um, And it's very similar to the way people are in person. I would say that is the ultimate engagement interaction as in person, but Mm -hmm. video is not too far behind that. Um, With regards, with respect to you know, my advice for people that want to put out LinkedIn video or perhaps think they want to put it out or even had a little, you know, kind of thing in the back of their, in their back of their mind about, you know, should I do it is, is, and it's cliche and everybody always says it, but it's just go ahead and do it mm-hmm. because I think, and you hear a lot of people, uh, recently talk about this, but it's amazing when you do it, it's empowering, it's uplifting, it's, it's liberating. And I think people's responses, they never expected the type of response that they would get when they finally did it. Right. And I think if you're just kind of conservative in a way and you're just like, I just can't do it. You know, my suggestion is, um, if you can post natively, which means if you can, Actually, when you go and post on LinkedIn, uh, there's a little icon and it looks like a pen on a piece of paper and you click that. If you have the functionality of being able to post video, there's a little video icon on there and you can click on that little video icon and it gives you two options, post natively or uh, upload and upload a recorded video. If you're like um, on the fence and you just kind of want to do it, you like you get this like sense of excitement. You're like, I just I'm just going to do it. And you have the ability to do it natively, then do it natively, because once you hit post, it's posted. And the only way it's going to come down is if you go and delete it. Um, If you're a little bit more like pragmatic in the sense and you want to do several different trials at recording and then pick the best one, then the best thing to do would be to go ahead and do that on your phone or your laptop and then upload the video, you know, upload the actual video into the post and do it that way. But I would just say to everybody like that, and I was talking to a few people about this lately, the worst thing that happens is you post a video and nothing happens, Mm -hmm. right? The best thing that happens is you post a video and you never stop posting videos because you're like, wow, that was real liberating. Like right. 
right. I, I got one like and somebody commented like <laughs> if I do it tomorrow, maybe I'll get two likes and, and two comments, you know, and it just it just gives you that confidence to move forward and to push through that fear. And I and I think that's if if you're uncomfortable about something and something gives you anxiety and it's like it makes you uncomfortable, like that's where you want to be. That's where, you know, things are actually getting done. Yeah. And I think one of the things that, and this is kind of my original fear as well, is I really like to make sure that the quality of something is top notch before I do any, or before I push it out there. And so my original thing was, oh, I, I need to make sure that this is absolutely picture perfect and, and everything like that. And uh, a while ago, um, I did a, 30-day LinkedIn challenge uh, and where I was basically helping people to get from wherever they're at on LinkedIn to whatever the next level is. So they actually have a really solid foundation to build a brand on top of. Uh, and to do that, I did uh, one video per week for four weeks, and then I did a webinar with Lindsay Mustaine at the end of it. Mm. And it was awesome. It ended up, I was originally thinking it was going to be maybe 50 people showed up uh, and it ended up being over, I think it was close to 500 people that signed up for the actual event. Oh, wow. And it was just, it was insane. It was way more than I thought it was going to be. But one of the things that I did afterwards, because everybody was like, you cannot stop this. You have to keep doing it. And so I'm actually, that's one of the things that I'm working on right now is figuring out like the 2.0 version of that. Hey, everybody, couple things. And first of all, I would be missing out on a huge opportunity if I didn't take this time to thank you so much for listening to Next Level People. The reviews that you guys have been writing have meant the world to me, seriously, and they also help me to spread the word and help more people. If you haven't done that yet, I would really love it if you could take just two minutes to write a quick review of this show on iTunes. Second, I just got done talking about how I am building an even more powerful LinkedIn group challenge that is going to help you build a solid foundation to create your brand on top of. Last time, seats sold out in less than a week, and so this time I'm doing it even bigger with the goal of impacting the lives of 2,000 people. If you knew everything I had in store for you, you'd be just as excited as I am. So be on the lookout for that announcement in the next month on what that's going to look like and how to sign up. Thanks again for listening. Now back to the show. And the thing that I did, I had everybody uh, that I thought was really, really engaged come together. And basically, I wanted them to tear it apart and tell me all the ways that it sucked because I wanted to be able to fix those things. And the thing that I thought that they were going to say, because most of the videos were just me holding the phone in front of my face with my brick wall in the background, uh, just talking to the camera. It was not professional looking. It was in my backyard and you could hear the cicadas in the background. It was it, like there was all sorts of things that if you're a professional video editor or whatever you want to call it, you would hate. But everybody said, no, I thought the videos were great. I actually liked that it wasn't super polished and professional because it made you seem more approachable. And we're not here for something that's super polished. We're here for the content. We're here because we want to, you know, build that foundation of our LinkedIn profile. And so there's a lot of people out there and that are starting to pop up now. And this 
is nothing against these people, but there's I can't I can't remember his his actual name, but I call him Roddy Juan Kenobi. He's the guy that's been doing oh, this, yeah. the Star yeah, Wars videos. Yeah. He's yeah. his videos are awesome, um, and so I'm not knocking the guy at all. But I do want the listeners to understand your videos don't have to be that. He does that because it's fun. I talk to him about it uh, in LinkedIn Messenger and everything like that, and. It, he does it just because it's fun. He likes to do those things. But the majority of people on LinkedIn, are it's all it is is just they're holding a camera or the, a phone in front of their face, and that's it. So it's you don't have to be picture perfect. Uh, and so, Mike, where where do you think – I mean, there, there's, there's a sea of people that are jumping on this video bandwagon – uh, and it's very exciting to see. But where do you where do you see this going? The good, the bad, and the ugly. Yeah. So just to touch on what you said, I, <clears throat> I you know I was talking to Matt Wilson about this, and um, you know Goldie as well, and and a few others. And it is that rawness that works really well. And I think you're seeing this like huge trend in social media marketing and communications, where like if you can get people at their raw state, it's just, you know, it, it just embodies everything, right? About a product or a service. It's people, <clears throat> people and investors invest or consume products or services based on, you know, not just the product and its performance, but the, the people that build it. And so when they can relate to somebody who builds products or services and, it's the natural person that you know you're speaking to. You can see, you can see that they are really who they say they are and act that particular way. That's what people really enjoy. And I think, yeah, you've. It's like you said, you know, the cicadas in the background. I, I've had fire trucks go by, fire engines. Um, Bobby Umar, when I filmed him, he. He had this crazy yeah. ring on his phone that his daughter put on there. Like uh, Casey Milhouse sings. She had like her kids in the background. It, to me, that's like it's it's awesome. Like that's what makes the video the video. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of like where do I see this going? I if I had a crystal ball, I I would I would probably look in it and see that. I think what they see is that video is so powerful, right? Mm. I mean, it's just completely transformed the way that the platform that people use and interact with the platform. I, I wouldn't be surprised to see video take more of a, a primary role and kind of text-based posts. Um, I don't think they'll ever go away, but they may become secondary. Mm. Um, even if you just allowed people to upload audio files, like I think you've started to see some some folks doing that. Fahad, the last two days, has kind of uploaded some audio files with unique graphics um, using a program, which I can't remember the name of. Yeah, I and, saw um, So I, I think when you start to see different um, mediums like that used on the platform, those are, those are the way that I think you know, that's the way that I think the, the platform will go. I believe that LinkedIn, probably similar to other social media platforms, will probably take the the live approach. I mean, Instagram just came out with the ability to to speak back and forth with one another. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw Tim Salau do that. And 
uh, with Facebook Live, you can do that as well. I think if LinkedIn does a LinkedIn Live video stream, I think, quite frankly, it'll transform the way that people do business in the modern day world because you'll come to the central hub and be able to do business with people like in real time, like face to face. And, um, it'll be really amazing. I think there's probably going to be some integration of, you know, virtual reality and, and augmented reality at, at some point. I mean, most likely aug augmented reality first. And I, I think that's probably something that, that they would be really interested in. And then, you know, some VR stuff as well. Um, I think that's probably a little bit further down line, but in terms of the users, I think more and more people will rapidly adopt using video. Um, and I think, again, it's just going to become the central location where people are doing, you know, business related communications through video, I think it will become the central global hub to do that. Yeah. One of the things that I'm curious about, and I, I'm not sure exactly how it's going to go, but because I mean, they've, they've done it right where it's kind of like they've done it in waves where they've released the video option in waves. Uh, the more people, are getting the option to post videos, the bigger the sea of people posting videos is going to become. And that's, it's just a natural thing. It's nothing weird about that. But uh, the thing that I am interested in is how uh, this will probably be more of a conversation, but how, how do you think people are going to be able to stand out in a sea of videos? And my, my initial thought is, uh, people are going, the quality of certain people's videos are going to go down or people are going to start getting too personal. And that's, I don't think, I think humans of LinkedIn is the right amount of personality, but I think that we're going to start seeing people getting too personal, uh, and it's going to polarize a lot of people on LinkedIn. And so where, where do you think people can stand out? And is there a happy medium or what's your thoughts on that? I think, I, I think, um, once you open Pandora's box, you, you can't close it. Right. So right. It, it goes to what you said. There's going to be a broad distribution of people using the video feature in many different ways. Um, I do agree with you. There are going to be people that use it more personally or personably, and there are going to be people that are more focused in delivering like, you know, quote unquote business value. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's something that I'm cognizant of and something that I've, I've, I've worked to try to strike a really good balance. If you look, if you go back and look at like the first episode I did, with Ben, you'll see that they were all kind of personal questions. And then, um, from some feedback from some friends and family, you know, they thought that there was more opportunity to add value by asking those particular individuals I was interviewing about what their expertise is and what their, 
you know, what information they're trying to spread. And so over those 30 episodes I've recorded and aired, I've tried to strike an equal balance. And I, I think your, your point is, is very well taken. I think, you know, in, in terms of standing out, um, there's a few ways to do that. So I think one of the things that string talks really, um, well about is kind of her four, her four V's. And one of them is visual and string is really genius on this fact because her visual cue is the fried chicken, right? Mm -hmm. So you take, you take string to win and you know, the last thing you think about when you see a picture of her is a piece of fried chicken, but she, she's taken that image and like, even in the interview I did with her, she says, probably most people will not remember anything I say specifically about my expertise, but they'll remember that this is the girl that has, wears a fried chicken hat and is throwing a fried chicken party, you know, and, and her point is basically that for her, she has this visual cue that is always associated with her. So whenever anybody talks about fried chicken on LinkedIn, they'll think of um, string. And Goldie does this really well too, because Goldie has these really like vibrant colors of hair that she uses as kind of her personal, you know, visual. And so that's for Goldie that really works well. So, uh, I don't know if you noticed, but, but the, the LinkedIn video team had kind of taken some pictures of them in the New York office and, the they had a green wig on so yeah it was like that's what everybody associates goldie with her her green hair or you know her colored hair and and even something as simple for me um as the the introduction you know hello linkedin network this is dr mike morgan with another episode of the humans of linkedin like that is something that i didn't i didn't have when i started but when you look over the lineage of the 30 videos, it, it became me. It became right. something that now everybody can say, like, it's like when you first got it, when we first got on, you're like, man, I love that. Like mm-hmm. now that's what people are like. They associate that with me. So I think string has this really great concept. And I think one of them is the V, the visuals. Um, the other thing I think one of the things that that I see is, you know, like you look at Goldie, for example, she posts about pop culture and uh, posts about businesses and marketing and social media marketing and entrepreneurship, all as, all as it relates to a particular company. And she uses historical facts and business you know, numbers and all that to um, tell her story. And that's uniquely Goldie. Like mm. nobody else on the platform is doing anything like that. And Uh, Max Noble over in in the UK, you know, he's kind of doing um, interviews, but he uses such a unique uh, style to him that is so Max, you know, and um, like myself, I have a unique style with the side by side screen and the type of questions that I'm asking. So you know, to answer your, to answer your question simply as I've just kind of, you know, rambled on and on and on, but it's, you have to do something that one you really enjoy and that you can see yourself doing 
500 episodes from now. And two, you have to have something that kind of sets you aside and whatever that may be. Um, and those are the two things I would say, you know, do what you love and do what you can see 500 episodes from now. And then even if you don't know what that thing that sets you aside is today, you'll know it after you do, you know, 12 or 24 videos. It will, it will become apparent, you know? Yeah. No, I love that. And, uh, just so that we're, we're clear. I think that, so the personalization of the LinkedIn videos, I think is great. The thing that I could foresee this happening once it's rolled out to everybody is you, the people that are already complaining in written form, there's going to be people that complain in name and shame. Oh yeah. That's like where I'm, I'm not too excited about that, but the good thing is there's also this other feature on LinkedIn called blocking or just keep scrolling. It's an amazing feature. It's really, it works on all social media platforms. So you don't have to, you know, get an aneurysm or cuss people out. It's amazing. Well, I Uh, I think too, I think the, I think the other point is, is that this, this loose community of early adopters, you know, this, this tribe that's formed this, this, uh, network, Mm-hmm. is very protective of one another. And right. I think that that self-policing aspect on the platform is very apparent to me. Um, and I've been on other people's posts where they've been getting trolled. And I'm just like, hey, like, if you don't like the content, then don't read it. I mean, if you don't have anything... You know, I go back to what my mom always said, like, if you don't have anything nice to say, then just don't say it at all. I mean, don't expend any energy. And the the rare circumstances where I've had one or two people troll me, I just deleted the comment. I'm like, delete. I, I don't even respond because for me, it's extra energy that's not even worth putting forward. Like, what do they say? Like, if you argue with an idiot, you know, then you're an idiot yourself. You're an idiot? Yeah. Right, exactly. right, right. You know. Yep. Yeah. No, the. The trolls, I don't know why, but I get such a kick out of them. I think it's because, like, I just, I literally don't care about their opinion of me. Right. And I think that, like, I, there's the one thing that I, I keep coming back to is I don't remember what the picture was, but I posted a picture on LinkedIn and somebody said, hey, nice Photoshop. And I literally laughed an entire day because somebody <laughs> thought I Photoshopped whatever that photo was. Um, but yeah, no, I, I love, I love the insight that you talked about with string and with Goldie and with your hello LinkedIn. That's like, so the visual part of it so that anytime somebody sees fried chicken, it's string. Anytime somebody sees green hair on a video, it's gotta be Goldie. You know, it's, I think figuring out what that is, uh, but not, well, you know, I mean, the, I was going to say not being too crazy, but a lot of people get a lot of attention doing crazy stuff and it works really well for them. But I think the, the main thing is figure out what works for you. Don't try to be Goldie. Don't try to be String. Don't try to be Greg or Mike or anybody else. Figure out what is uniquely you and then drive that home, like stick to that thing. And it'll it might evolve over time and everything like that, but um just to kind of wrap things up i think the the main points and and michael i'll i'll hopefully you'll be able to tell me if i forgot something 
but the main points are one if you if you haven't started with the video if you have the option just try it out the amount of engagement that i have gotten that mike has gotten and all the other people that have messed around with this is just it's insane and it makes you seem like a real person more than written form more than pictures more than anything else on linkedin this feature it personalizes it, it humanizes the person behind the profile and that is huge whether you're looking for a job or whether you're just trying to build a brand trying to get new business or whatever it's huge uh, and really focus on the content and not so much the the video quality itself if you want to get into the editing side of it awesome feel free go for it but it doesn't have to be that it does not have to be picture perfect for you to be able to put out content you just have to put it out there uh mike what what other quick tips can you give our listeners before we uh we head out so that way when they stop listening to this episode they have four or five things that they can walk away with and implement immediately i would say um one of the things that that allows people to build um a, a big audience quickly is not just posting but engaging mm. right so um i spend way more time engaging with other people than i do posting my own material and i think that is probably the number one thing to remember people are going to come back to you and watch your stuff. If you go and watch their stuff, if you interact with them and engage with them. And so it's not just about like I hit, I hit post and I walk away and I'm like, I'm done for the day. It's about engaging and interacting. I mean, we're all colleagues and we all have formed unique relationships and friendships and every good friendship or relationship is two sided. It's just not one way. Mm -hmm. Um, in terms of, in, in terms of like actionable things, I think it goes back to what we, we talked about earlier. Just do it. Just, just post your first video. Um, people will say, well, I don't have video option, but you can go to YouTube and, and post it there and, and put the link up on there or, uh, uh, Vimeo. So there are ways to do it. Um, the third thing is it goes back to what we, we were talking about is just, just be you mm -hmm. behind video. You cannot hide who you truly are. And if you try to do that, it will eventually come out. So no one is perfect. We all have our own quirks and our own faults. And as long as you allow people to see you for who you are, nobody will ever come back and say that they have a problem with that. Mm -hmm. They may not follow you because they don't particularly care for what you're putting out there, but nobody will ever come back and, and say, you know, you're, you know, you're not authentic or you're not organic. And I think that's the thing that I see resonating the most with people is that if you just put yourself out there the way that you are, then if people like it, they're going to engage with you. And if they don't like it, that's fine. Like we don't all have to like everything that's being put out there. You just find similarly in life who you share common ideas with and common goals with and, and you kind of, you know, associate yourself with those people and you encourage each other and everything. So 
those would be the three things I would say you can do immediately and get instant uh, return on investment for. Beautiful. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Well, there you have it. Dr. Mike Morgan, the man, the myth, the legend behind Humans of LinkedIn and uh, one of the co-organizers, I guess, of the hashtag five videos. If you don't know who he is, you need to go send him a quick invite on LinkedIn. Mike, is there anywhere else that people should find you online? Uh, we do have uh, an Instagram account, and uh, I've called that Real Humans of IG. And what I do there is I post a selfie of all the people that have been on the show itself. And um, I do have a Facebook and a YouTube and a Twitter, and I've posted material there. But quite frankly, it's just I don't have the bandwidth to do all of that all the time and engage on LinkedIn. So people can find me on LinkedIn. Uh, please send me a Facebook, I mean, a LinkedIn request. Uh, similarly to what everybody else is saying, please, you know, um, personalize it just to let me know that you you heard me on, on Greg's uh, podcast and – I'm more than happy to accept uh, your invitation. So thank you, everybody. And I continue to look forward to every what everybody's doing on LinkedIn video and, and Greg, what you're doing uh, on LinkedIn and, and here with your podcast. And I think it's going to be really exciting what, we, what we're going to see. Beautiful. All right. Well, Mike, I will see you on LinkedIn. Well, there we go. Another episode of Next Level People is in the books. Thanks so much for listening to Mike and I chat about the strategy behind LinkedIn video and what our thoughts are on it and the future of it. If you get anything out of it, I hope it's that you should just start. Just try it out. The worst that can happen, according to Mike, is nothing. The best that can happen is it could change your entire life. Thanks so much for listening. Stay tuned.